The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, CEO of diverseandengaged.com. I am a DEI thought leader, a LinkedIn top voice, and I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, D. I'm Mita Malik, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, a business leader, a LinkedIn top voice, and most importantly, a mom. If you're new to the show, Mita and I started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces from my perspective as a Black woman and from Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. At our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out of the story, although we will protect the innocent, but then we provide you with tips that you need on not how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are? All right, so Mita, tell them what we're going to talk about on today's show. D, why do people record their layoffs? (gasps) Why do people record their layoffs? Let's get into it. You're going to spill some tea, share some stories. I could already tell from D's reaction. What are you talking about, Mita? But why do people record their layoffs, DC Marshall? Do you know why? Well, I mean, it's the reason why we're recording everything else. There's always two sides of a story. And I think people are recording to protect themselves. I really do. People are recording. They're recording to protect themselves. And I, But I also think it's easier. And I'm interested to hear the stories that you have, like if it's live or if it's over Zoom, because we already know because of the leaks. We already know because of the leaks, right? Like, People are recording. You know why they're recording? Because Zoom gave us a record button. That's why. They did. They did. It's right there. I love everything and every genius who is creating good and useful and purposeful technology that we allow. But oh my goodness, we have everything in our hands. So anyway, I digress. So they're recording because they can. Now, what's the story that you have, my friend? Did you hear about everyone's talking about the Cloudflare employee? Have you heard about this story? There's so many. I didn't hear. Tell me that one. So D, the big story in the headlines, and there's going to be more, but the woman who was at Cloudflare who decides to record her layoff, and she has a feeling it's coming. She's only been there a few months, and she sees an invite pop up, and she actually records it on her iPhone. It's a video that gets uploaded to TikTok. So it's her talking to the screen and you can hear the voices on the other side. Ooh, it's juicy. It's juicy. But I thought it was fascinating because she stands up for herself in this conversation. Listen, we'll we'll have another discussion on layoffs and gosh, it's a tough time again. Layoffs are just the new normal. Leaders also, as we talked about, have a responsibility on how you lay people off with grace and kindness. So you can hear on the other side, the individuals have their talking points, but she's like, I have been given no indication that I was a low performer. In fact, I have been told that I was on track and you're not even my manager. 
I don't know who you are, person on the phone with HR. I mean, wow. And the CEO of the company had to respond, listen, leaders, thank you for being here at the Brown Table Talk. And people underestimate the power of the employee. Employees are your forgotten consumers. And we spend a lot of time thinking with the external marketplace, but not about our internal people. And so they have power. They have social media. They have the microphone. And so the CEO had to respond. This thing went viral. I'm sure there's going to be another pick up the phone today. There's like another story. But wow, isn't that fascinating? She records the whole thing, nine minutes and uploads it onto TikTok. OMG. There's so much. You haven't heard this? DC Marshall's been everywhere in the world. So she's been busy. She hasn't seen this. So what's interesting is I had not heard. Our team is responsible though. We have, you know, part of our, I would say our thought leadership research is gem pop. And so they are responsible for collecting. I don't always see it because I'm also managing and we're running and scaling a company. So I get distracted. I get distracted. But I love it. I will tell you before we go back to the story, I really love what is happening on and through TikTok that is good and positive for educational purposes. I really do. I'm just going to say I am not the one. So anyway, but let's come back. So I had not heard, but you know, I'm anxious to run on over to TikTok right now. Like, wait, what, what is happening it. here? And there's probably five more videos that have been uploaded like that. And the team, we might have it in our repository and I just haven't seen it. But here's what I think is interesting about this story is... I don't think there's any rules or laws around recording any any longer. I don't think so. I don't think it holds. Well, it depends state by state, state by state. Okay, so state different. by state. Okay, so state depends by state. state. If it's like yep. one party consent or two party consent, attorneys would be able to help you with that. But there are laws state by state on that. Right. But I think when it, it's for a lawsuit versus just for your own, right? So I, I feel like, yes, the laws, to your point, you are correct. It's state by state. But I also think those laws are most relevant and apply to if you're like you're going to sue the employee. But I, I suspect that it wasn't for the purpose of that, but just really for the purpose of having it. Now, here's what I also think is interesting and where corporations and employers have to be very careful about talent, about leadership, who you're promoting, who you are tasking to run and be on the front line with your talent. That's what this says to me. It says, who was the person who had to issue the notice, right? And are your people equipped? Are your leaders? So this is, again, for leaders listening to the show, allies, people leaders, this is just really, I think, make a note about what does this mean for leadership, who you are promoting, how you are developing your talent and your leaders, and not just putting people in position who do not have the emotional intelligence to manage it. I'm going to tell you why. This is what I heard you say. That is already a problem for me. Or I guess a question. She was laid off because she was a low performer. Is that why she, I mean, is that- No, she she was not. They don't say that in the talking points that you hear the voiceover from But she says to them, she stands up for herself. She says, I've been given no indication that I'm a low performer. So I don't understand why I'm being let go. I've been given no feedback up until this point. And she has the points on the board. She goes through sort of when she started, the onboarding period. She's close to closing two deals. One deal fell through the day before. But I mean, she, she was just like, I was like, you know what? Good for you. Where is she? Look, we might, we need to hire her. But you know what? I like her. You know why? Because there's a lot of good substance in that, right? 
But here's the question. Again, I'm not clear. If it's a layoff, if they're down, let's call it downsizing, restructuring, let's just all the language, okay? Layoff means typically in the past, it means a restructuring of an organization, right? That has not always been about talent, meaning individuals. It's not personal. This is about a business restructuring because businesses are in business to make money, okay? And so it's not always personal. It's not personal, or at least it shouldn't be. So I don't know. I I guess I'm just trying to also understand her defense is I'm wondering if she understood that a restructuring doesn't have really much to do with any of that, except if I'm the person, here's what, here's what, if I'm the person that I have to issue the notice and she's, she's really advocating for herself, guess what I'm going to do? Cause I've had this one time in my career, I'm probably going to try to find her another job within the organization, because guess what? If it's a layoff, that means that job is no longer. And I know, you know, your C-suite executive. Okay. So let's now come on over to the side of you're at the top. Okay. So everybody listening, we're just going to speak from the top for a second. And me, you can, you keep me honest here. This is a restructuring. We are eliminating the role. It is not about the person. If it's a restructuring, if it's a layoff, because sidebar, if it's about performance, you're fired. No, I'm going to let you go. Like do chick. We're not having this conversation. I'll disagree with you there. I've been part of restructurings that are about poor performance. They hide it that way. So it's a yes or no. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. The rules being eliminated. Oh, I don't really like Mita. She's not performing anyway. So let's people do that. Really large companies, they use restructuring as performance management. Performance management. And so it's yes and no for me. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing. New currencies come and go. Decades of savings lost in days all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tomer Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were, we were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. Uh, we'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. and so. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. I get that. And here's what I'm going to say. I think I agree with you, but I agree that it's at the person level and not at the corporate level. I really do. Because the people, the CFO who's managing the numbers and the C-suite, they do not know who she is. 
So you're right. But I'm going to tell you where sponsorship and mentorship comes in. Because then it's ELT, executive leadership team, everybody, SLT, senior leadership team, everybody, who then it gets personal there. And they have used it. They've used it to say, you know what? I don't like Diamita. I'm going to give them up. Do you see how some gets lost in translation? And by the way, everybody, I'm not taking up for, we are big advocates of us, of women of color, me as a Black woman, Mita from her view as a South Asian woman. So we understand that we are in a lot of ways, in so many ways on the other side. We are her. We're the woman who got laid off, okay? But I'm also giving perspective because some, it's not all personal. It's true. It's true. But, but, but I, it you know, gets personal. It gets personal because Mita, you're my boss and you don't like me. They told you, let me tell you what they told you. No, you know what? Let me take this back. You tell me because you all know, you know, you're at the top. You have to then come tell me, D, you have to let go of, you have to eliminate three people. And then you're going to say, D, what about Stephanie? Do you see? Because you don't like Stephanie. That's exactly, that's exactly what happens. So in the parking lot for a future episode, we will cover how people need to be doing layoffs with grace and kindness. But I want to go back to this individual for a second. I don't know how she identifies. And here's what I'm going to say about me, Mita Malik. I don't think I have the privilege to record a layoff and then think I'm going to work again. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. As a woman of color, do you think, D? that first of all, let me say, Wow, technology, I'm working on it. But I would be afraid if I even tried to record something, it'd be like recording, recording, <laughs> Siri, recording. Be like, recording. I don't even know how to do it on the, on the sly. I don't know how to record somebody, nor do I want to. But also, it's just a reminder that like, I don't have to be worried about being recorded, D, because I try to live my life true to myself and my values. So I'm not worried about being recorded. If I'm recorded, I'm recorded, fine. But I also can't record anyone. I would just fumble it. So I'm not going to do that. But if I did what she did, I'm watching her, D. Watch the TikTok video. She sets up her iPhone. She sets it up. And then she's like, okay, here it is. And you can hear the Microsoft Teams ringing or the Zoom ringing and the calls coming through and she hits record. And then it's, you're watching this unfold. But like, Dee, could I get away with that? No. No, no, you could I couldn't. would not work again. I'd go viral. I couldn't either, right. Do you think you would work again if you recorded your layout? No, you're right. And I thank you for that. Oh, I see it. I see it. Dee's looking it up real time, friends. I she couldn't because I was trying to wait until after the show, but goodness. You're right. And so thank you for bringing that out because, right, we're holding the space for women of color. We could not get away with it and work again. And there's different because what you're saying is I have been sexually harassed in my workplace and I'm recording things to protect myself from further hurt and harm. I'm not an attorney, but if there's something you're doing in terms of like protecting yourself in lawsuits and litigating, this, that is different than this where she has put up. And listen, inside me, I'm like, you go girl, hero. Like there's that person. And there is, because you know what? That's all the stuff I've ever wanted to say. Someone let me go. But I didn't. I said, thank you for the time here. And I appreciate the information. You know, like I just sort of, you go into your mode and you, you say the thing and then you get off and you scream afterwards. But I never occurred to me that I would record and share that conversation with the world. Now, would I call you afterwards crying and telling you everything? Yes. But would I upload it to TikTok? No. But see, that's the mindset of Gen Z. 
And then those of us who are taking notes from Gen Z and millennials and the power of the platforms that we have now. And I think that's a flag. Again, this is another conversation for corporations who are having a responsibility to report on how they're being responsible. Uh, I didn't want get, to get into a whole bunch of jargon, but for all the business folks here, ESG, uh, Environmental, Social, and Governance, this is a social, this is a GRI 405. I don't want to get into jargon, but I'm getting into jargon. This is GRI 405, <laughs> and corporations are responsible for reporting on their 10K about how they are handling people. And so, yeah, I think there's so many elements here. But I thank you for bringing us back to this and teasing out where we stand as women of color and the nuance, because I think it also helps, it helps all of us, right? Women of color here, our allies here, because the show is always about experiences, our lived experiences in workplaces, wherever we are, whether we are business leaders, whether we are mid-entry. So thank you for bringing it back to that. So I don't, but I'll say it again. Do you, I wouldn't have the privilege to record something like that, post it, go viral and think I could work again. Check me on that. Do you think you could do that and that you would work again? Absolutely not. I mean, I might get on the Today Show. I might get some morning show time. But then afterwards, it's like, okay, what happens next for me? I don't know. I would be worried about that, about if I can work again. I think there's a show and a conversation about, right, whistleblowing, whistleblower, you know, or maybe there's another frame for like all of the folks who are taking a risk to be a voice and to be really transparent about their experiences, but also to collect receipts, right? So whether it's the email, you like that? <laughs> whether it's the, the I love email. I a good receipt, you know that. Yeah, we're probably going to do a show on receipts. When, you know, people have, and it's almost, you know what it is? It's, it's again, save this to the parking lot. And if you're on LinkedIn, please go over to LinkedIn. Uh, thank you, LinkedIn, for your amazing partnership and helping us to amplify this meaningful conversation. But if you're on LinkedIn, go over to Mita or my LinkedIn and just in our DMs, just uh, talk back and share uh, insight, thoughts, feedback on what we're talking about. But I think what we're uncovering, Mita, is a transparency report of another kind, right? This transparency of the woman who recorded the layoff is a transparency of sorts. I don't know. It's not like whistleblowing is somewhere between consumers and talent, whistleblowing, transparency, receipts, and that whole thing, because we would never have done this early in our career. We would never. I still can't do it. I still can't find the record button. Forget it. But here's the thing. Here's what I mean. we're talking about this conversation. A lot of people in the marketplace, the titling is, should I record my layoff? Versus we're saying, why are people recording their layoffs? And here's what I'm going to say. There are so many people fed up with their workplaces. They just are. This is what's really interesting, right? Whether or not she was in a restructuring, whether or not she would have been let go, but like, she is one of dozens and dozens of people who are recording. I mean, think about the pandemic when those mass layoffs were happening over Zoom, people uploading the CEO ones. Like people are just like fed up with the way I'm being treated. And what we don't know about the situation for this individual was what happened leading up to that layoff conversation, right? Like why did she choose to record it? And you started off by saying to protect herself. 
In many cases, we've been hurt, we've been harmed, we're just done, we're just fed up. And so that's really interesting for leaders who are tuning in to think about like, why are your people recording you? Yeah, yeah. Why? Because there's a lack of trust, lack of respect. People are just tired, tired of being treated the way they're being treated at their workplace. You hit it. Lack of trust, lack of respect, tired of being mistreated. They're dealing with micro and macro aggressions. And now they just want proof to back up that their experience there is is not right. Let's just say not right, unacceptable, and in a lot of ways, unbelievable that you have that this is the experience. So I think it's, that's the intention of the show today. It's why it's, those are all of the reasons why. And listen, I think this has been going on for decades and decades. It's just now that we all have our own microphone that we can share, that I can record something and upload it and it could go viral, that I have as much power as a major brand does, right? Think about that. Wow. Like a major brand that's advertising now, all of a sudden Mita could have that as an individual impact because of social media. And so I don't think that these things are new. I think now people are just like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm I'm done. And especially Gen Z, the new generation. They're like, I know how to record you. I'm gonna record you and I'm gonna share it. Yep. I think that's the tension in the world today, in the US today, and in workplaces today. The tension is what you just said, that we used to live in a world where the power cards were all in the hands of the authority. In this case, the employer, whether it was legal, whether it was devices and tools and recording and structure and policies and legal and attorneys, where now we have stepped into, because we live in the most highly in digital world today, that we are now empowered. So you all no longer have the power. We have it. We have the tools. And then we have amplification opportunities. We don't even need media. We can expose you just as much. And so that I think that's so much of the tension right now. That is even generational from Boomer, I'm going to say, without talking about what is a very, another part of that, let's just say Boomer and then Gen Z, Millennial, and even X. That's the tension. It's the power. And we're going to leave it on this and go to tips. This is about power and how dare... We don't want to give up. Oh my goodness. There it is. Complete the sentence. Complete it. Don't want to give up power. All right. We'll be back with tips. Okay, D, that was another hot topic. We are headed to tips. I'm going to start with one and I'm going to hand it over to D to talk to leaders in this situation for two and three. Number one is just this. Be cautious about your exit, layoff interviews. Make sure that you're thinking about next steps. And we all have a lot of emotions that we go through and that might not be the moment to unpack them. There will be moments later to really process what you're feeling as a result of the layoff. Dee, I'm going to hand it over to you for two and three to leaders listening. All right. So tip number two for leaders, set it up. So leaders have the opportunity to broadly in advance to share what is happening in the organization, giving some advance notice about potential restructuring and such so that employees' talent, they are not blindsided. And then tip number three, be 
careful with your language. So act as if you are being recorded. That would be the way to conduct an exit interview, a layoff conversation is just imagine that you're being recorded and be really careful not to mix language. Is it a restructure because of the corporation or is someone being fired because of performance? Be very careful and be very clear. Well, with that, thank you all for being here. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with someone who needs to hear it today. Please review, please subscribe, and we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com. Podcast.com.